כן. Welcome back, one and all, to the 25th installment of the Fantasy Football Surgery podcast. We have indeed made it to a quarter of a century. However, very sadly, it is the last one of the Premier League season, but we're going to be reviewing how things have gone and what's up ahead for the podcast. Now, if you've been taking advantage of our expert surgery all season, now the summer has just come up. Maybe it's time to have that big operation and let us prepare you for next season. Welcoming back the man behind Twitter and the banter, it's Woodsy. Good evening. Hello. Good evening, sir. And the man who's put up with us all season and a fine job of putting this whole podcast together, it's the Iceman. It's happened again. It's happened again. Tottenham Hotspur. It's happened again. Hi, Paul. It oh. really has happened again. It really has. And now we've got a uh, we've got quite the climax of the season here. The Premier League may have finished, but the quiz certainly hasn't. Coming to that later. But first of all, the man clinging on to his holding de- defensive midfielder role for next season. It's the beard. Hi guys. Cheers, Paul. And finally, the man who's finished above us all, but next season may be a bit of a stick in the mud because of Catamol. It's Parker. Evening, guys. Hi. Welcome back. Guys, end of the season, depressing times for all, but we're going to offer a little bit of fantasy football light for those who are well and truly addicted by now for the summer months. First of all, though, let's just review our last game week. So I'm going to come to the beard first. How did you get on? What did I get? <laughs> Sorry, I haven't got it in front of me. I got a 42, but, and I took a minus 8. I was just in a situation in all my mini leagues playing for nothing. So I brought in um, Long up front uh, for Carroll. Also brought in Anatovic and De Gea in between the sticks because I didn't think I had a playing goalkeeper. So, and none of those three did anything. So not brilliant. I think my highlight was probably Bellerin at the back, scoring me eleven. And I had a captain in the Guerrero, got me ten. So disappointing end to the season, really. But looking on to next. You, you don't really care though, do you? Surely not really. No, I mean I secured second in our our main league and first loser. <laughs> first loser um, yeah nice to play ball so I brought a few punts in and they didn't no, pay off no motivation there Brecky but still a reasonable score to finish off um, going from the, the first loser to the biggest loser Woodsy how did you do? <laughs> well I also brought in a couple of absolute punts Tadic and Long and they gave me a total of 4 points so I finished on a 51 game week score with a minus 4 so uh, yeah traditionally awful as my season has been firing a warning shot to the rest of the mini league what about you Iceman yeah my team did alright I suppose got 48 could have done a lot better if it wasn't for Smalling had he not been a turd and scored that own goal and I brought in Giroud for Costa so he kind of saved my game week I think I finished what was it 212,000 overall so it's not bad considering I was around the million mark for most of the season and you uh, and you snuck into the top four in our mini league much to the disdain of uh, one Mr Barrett who we spoke oh, yeah. about for his love of Swansea defenders I think he didn't actually set his team so I think we got lucky there <laughs> was that the sort <laughs> of just... uh, jury overtaking people <laughs> well, was, that a, superb. was that a car from open window <laughs> that, was, that was mine can we yeah, just say that was a busy road out here <laughs> backdrop sound for you overtaking <laughs> 
All right. Yeah, no, sure. yeah, I'm in that. Yeah. Excellent. Decent finish for you. Before I get to our, our champion, I'm going to uh, just chime in with I got a score of 57 and actually top scored in our mini league this week. So let that be a warning shot to you, <laughs> you, you high flyers for next season. I got a 57. Um, I only took a uh, minus four. Highlights were Giroud, the wonderful Olivier Giroud. I've got to take my hat off to the two of you, uh, Beard and the Iceman, last week for calling Giroud. The stats did not lie. Uh, I got lucky with Fabregas. And I want to mention Lukaku finally came up with a decent uh, performance with an assist. So um, he's played consistently for me for the last 10 weeks, and I think that's the first thing he's done. So a great, you know, some things are just worth waiting for. Um, coming to Parker, though, I'm going to let you blow your own trumpet a little bit here, sir. You truly have dominated what we would call our domestic leagues. How did you do? Um, well, my last week actually wasn't my best. I got 41. I didn't take a hit, but I beat the average by two points, but still wasn't a great week. Suffered a bit with the rotation issues. Firmino, Bench, Pyatt was injured. La Sellers, who's my differential, didn't play for some reason. I did manage to field a squad, but um, it didn't do particularly well. My only people that scored well were Czech and Koscielny. I got Dini seven points, Martial five, Aguero five, but no one really scored big for me. So a bit of a disappointing end. Uh, I meant I slipped, slipped out of the top um, 300. I ended up 335th overall, which I was pleased with, but um, wanted to be a little bit higher. Oh, but yeah, overall, pretty pleased, yeah. Yeah, we've got, I, reckon, I reckon we should give him a, a whole surgery round of applause because he's done pretty well. Well done, Lord. Well done, Lord. Skills was good in the quiz. Never, never has the button app been more appropriate. Well done, Lloyd. What a great, great performance from you this season. Speaking of great performance, tell us about our mini league. Our mini league. Okay, so this is the final standings. In 10th place is Susie Mew. So she uh, sneaked into the top 10 at the last minute. Uh, 9th was Manuel Sancho. 8th was Ron Kane. 7th was Sushant Garrig. 6th was Marlon Ratner. 5th was Tom Irving. 4th was Nate or Nat. Or Thomas. Third was me. Thomas now. <laughs> yeah. Second was our favourite curry friend, Richard Cosmala. And number one, and only winning it by seven points in the end, to be fair, Richard make a real uh, late dart for it, was Mohamed al So well done, Mohamed. Really, really great effort from you. Just to announce the prize for this, for winning our league, is going to be a fancy football surgery podcast t-shirt with um winner 2015-16 on the back of it so um hamid as your as an avid listener if you could send it to james your address i believe in france somewhere that would be great and we'll get that posted on to you as soon as possible so just repeat if you can send that address on to james we'll get that posted out to you i guess that hopefully acts as a bit of a encouragement for you guys next season to try and um beat Mohammed and you can then get your own t-shirt from the from the surgeons i've got to say i wouldn't give my address to the iceman i get constant reminders to be on time <laughs> yeah good point N- nagging wife <laughs> that's not to you Mohammed. if you want the t-shirt if you don't want to be nagged by um the iceman don't bother you you may be nagged to join the mini league next season or to make a small appearance on the podcast maybe mm. we should uh, throw that out there as well and learn from the uh the great man that is Mohammed al kayasi well done to you sir but also Let- he might actually get nagged to uh donate something on patreon as well who knows <laughs> hopefully can i just add How, it, how's it, that looking at the moment ice man 
Uh, we've we've got nothing on there. No donations whatsoever. People people don't like us. Good. Don't. How are you going to pay money? for this holiday to take a break from all this editing? <laughs> I don't know. And funny, we should talk about editing because actually, I heard a rumor that you're actually going to be busy editing over the summer. Tell us about what's ahead for the podcast. Yeah, we are planning on doing the Euros. We're going to do the Eurofancy.uefa.com Euros. We've got a league already, and that pin is one seven two three. 7TUK so if you fancy joining us please jump in our league um, I'm sure we'll probably think of another bogus prize at the end of that as well uh, we're all going to be competing in it so yeah please join in and we're also going to be um, contributing in the Franager fancy football you may not have heard of it it's franager.com doing a £10,000 prize so if you want to sign up to that we'll be involved in that I'm sure when it comes down to it we'll get a league sorted out when they uh, when they are off and running and uh, I've got to say we're, we're happy to throw a t-shirt in for the winner of that as well if £10,000 doesn't suffice <laughs> I don't think we should be putting so much emphasis on, emphasis on these t-shirts I, I can't see anybody wanting them <laughs> yeah guys have a prize of a t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> we could do a tie and blazer badge combination pack now now you're talking that's it, something a bit of style oh, yes. good thinking Bill. So, good news, more fancy football surgery to fill your commutes to work and general spare time this summer. So, we are now going to have a bit of a reflection on the season just gone and think about what we can learn from this season, what we did well, and, and what, more importantly, is going to help us to move forward next season to beat the likes of Al Kayassi and Parker in our various mini-leagues. Surgeons, my first question to you, and I'm going to begin with, with Woodsy here. What is the best decision you made all season with your side? Best decision I made? Well, it's really hard to find one. Because <laughs> you didn't make it. After the season. You were doing pretty well had. early in the season, so there, there must be something in the first sort of five to ten weeks that stands out. I think I was I top of the league for a, a short <laughs> stint. I think I was, yeah. Um, no, I think probably... One of my successes of the season was to start with Butland in my yes. in my squad. So after a bit of research pre-commencing, I selected him, popped him as one of my keepers, and uh, he did really well for me. Picked me up 132 points overall in the season. And that's obviously uh, without playing the last seven fixtures through injury, and he outscored some, you know, traditionally big hitters like Hazard, etc. So I'd say he's my success story. Butland, few, and it's such a shame he's not going to the Euros. Yeah. I know, yeah, it really is. What was it you were saying the other day, James? Was it the overall winner? How many hits did he take in total? Um, he, I think he only used one wild card, and he didn't use his other chips, I don't think, and he only made 40 transfers. I think, for me, the key is that first wild card, because I started off terribly, and in week three, took the wild card option, and then... I think you quickly get into the season, you realise who's going to be the players that you need after two or three weeks. So you've got to quickly get that established team and then bring those players in. I think that's the key for me. Yeah, I think at the start of this season, you know, I kind of looked at it and I thought, would it be more beneficial starting a, a game week later so you can keep the chip? Yes, you mm. lose you lose the first game week points, average 30, 40 points, but... It could be more beneficial, I think. Didn't you do that with like another team? You you started another team thinking, oh, this. Team's no, no, crap. I did it. I did it a few seasons ago where I literally started the season late. I think I just missed it. I missed the deadline, so I had to and 
end to my team game week two. I think it was the, the, the season Andy Carroll was on fire for Newcastle. And I, I think I'd really. I think that was my best overall rank actually that season, and I missed one game week at the beginning. Interesting. So maybe it's about. Uh, so Brookie thinks take the first week off. That's the message. <laughs> <laughs> that is risky, though, isn't it? I mean, setting yourself up for potentially. I mean, the season before this last one, I remember there were regularly high-scoring weeks, weren't there? So I mean, I think we were scoring sort of seventies, eighties to start that, off, like when, eighty uh, points that's behind. When Luis Suarez was in the league. Yes, but so I, many points. I think just from the the point Lloyd was making, like after the first game week you can easily see the must-haves i think mm. or the, the bandwagons you know you can just jump on them the problem with this game this season was that everyone banked on hazard fabregas costa all the chelsea players and they never they never turned up and people i think stuck with them for too long because they thought they're going to turn it around they're going to turn it around they just never did yeah i was on and a lot of people and also like people put, brought in all the city players because i think the first five game weeks I think they won virtually every game, kept a keen sheet in every game. Yeah. And pretty much since then, they turned poo. The, the yeah, bad... so it's... Cool. Go on, James. No, you go. Oh, I was just going to say, it's that you've got no form to judge by, have you? I mean, it, you can look into pre-season, but over the, over the years, oh, that's nothing to go by for me. I mean, you look at the first four gaming fixtures I do when I'm setting my squad up initially, but like I say, you've got no form to look at, so it's just purely fixtures, I think, you're picking your squad on. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And yeah. I, I also think the the bandwagons which happened this season, all of them tended to actually score some points. Like nearly everyone who was bringing in Mares, like <laughs> he was all, he was always scoring points. And then it was Vardy, and then it was uh, Ozil, and then even Agallo. As soon as everyone jumped on a player, their ownership started to go up. And then no matter what happened, they were scoring points. And I was always one to stay away from the jumped bandwagons just so I can have that differential that's why I started really poorly well speaking of bandwagons I'm going to jump on this one then because mine was going to be the selection of Riyad Mahrez consistently goals assists all seasons and great banter with you Iceman at the start of the pod when you didn't select him Oh well, yeah, I had him. I had him week two, and then because everyone was bringing him in, I thought it was wise to take him out and <laughs> that, that in my wild card. <laughs> well, yeah, I just thought, oh, he's going to blank because it's Leicester, and yeah. you know, a lot of people thought that Leicester were going to blank, and they didn't. Yeah. It turns out, and when I got rid of Mares in week five, it was just that's when everything started going wrong on my first wild card. Punished by Riyad. So, what was the best thing you did, Iceman? My the best thing I did was probably either keeping a Galo or bringing him in at the point of his bandwagon, yeah, or even playing my second wild card when I did, because uh, I know I got slated for it at the time on here, but it definitely benefited me in terms of points. So, and God, using, I, I can hear yeah, somebody yeah, got the let it go yeah, feature. I can hear the title theme of a certain Disney <laughs> film ringing in my ears right now. <laughs> But that did benefit me overall. So, yeah, that's one of my best decisions. Thanks very much. But it did benefit me. <laughs> right, I'm going to come to the beard. What was your what was your best moment? Uh, I actually had a little look back through the game weeks, just out of interest. And um, I'm going to go back to game week 22. Ah, um, what happened then? It's, it's always nice, isn't it, when you put a player in your squad before they start scoring. And it is, it's that man, Charlie Daniels, yeah. for me. I, br- I brought him in, I think they played Norwich at home that game week, and he got me an 18-point haul. 
And I've got to say, I've never uh, been so angry with you because you told <laughs> nobody you were doing that until the following week. Yeah, I did keep that one to myself. I think, I, when did um, Mr. Parker join the podcast? What, do, do we know what game week it was? I think it was. Um, was it? it was episode ten. So he, he was relatively new to the pod, so that may be a reason why I kept that one close. <laughs> um, but yeah, I did enjoy that, and then you know, getting them points on the board, then just watching his price go up was nice. Um, I think that game week as well, I had Aguero. I think he had Palace at home and he scored me a 32 as well. So I think I ended up with an 86 that game week. So that sticks in my mind. Mr. Daniel, so we've got some uh, a range of different things then. So let's go to the opposite end of the spectrum in terms of biggest mistake that we made all season. I'm actually going to lead us off on this. I was going to go with um, dropping Agarlo when I did. I, I actually dropped him similar time to you, Iceman, with Mares, and he went on to score every Every week my biggest mistake single-handedly this set me back but about 50 points for the whole season and i never recovered was when <laughs> the week aguero uh, went crazy against newcastle <laughs> scored five he hadn't scored leading up to that i was seduced into swapping him for daniel sturridge sturridge scored one that week aguero went on to score god knows how many plus captaincy and the rest is history so absolutely the biggest goat mistake from me this season 50 in total we got that Ball, 50 in those. total thank you brookie yes so, <laughs> and after if you, that, if you captured him of, of course yeah which which I, I definitely would have done as well because i've captured him every other week i've had him this season which is all of them so um coming back to woodsy who's got a little bit quiet what was your biggest mistake partaking this season partaking yeah i think partaking this season is probably my biggest regret um <laughs> no i think besides actually being involved and putting myself through it uh my use of chips Obviously, it's the first season they were introduced, isn't it? So I didn't really use them very well. There was no sort of tactical-minded use of them, um, which showed I just sort of tried to highlight random weeks to use them in when I should have, like I know you guys did, focus on the inevitable double game weeks, etc. So next season, use of chips will definitely be a lot more tactical for me. Better use of chips next season, Woodsy. Patience. Indeed, Patience. And uh, what about you, Parker? Um, yeah, I think my triple captain was a poor choice. I went with Sanchez at home. I didn't do, use it on a double game week, which I probably should have done. I used it on a single game week, and he flopped. I didn't really get anything. I think if I had a good triple captain one of the weeks, I might have even broken the top two or 100, so that was frustrating. So, yeah, not using the triple captain at the right time. Costly at the top. And Beard, what about you? I had a couple written down. I had more for James, if I'm being honest. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, mate. Thanks very much. But, uh, well, I'll, I'll happily give you a moment to read them all out to him in just a moment. But if you start with yours, perhaps. I'll start with mine. Um, probably my biggest regret would have to be losing my Spurs and Leicester assets on my wild card and putting my trust in Jurgen Klopp. I think he <laughs> he done me over big time. So, yeah, that was difficult to swallow. So, probably those for me. But for James, uh, I think... <laughs> There was one. I've got, um, I've got my. I've got mine. Thanks very much. But no, no, no. Let me contribute. Yeah, um, I think it was when Wilson picked his injury up. Yeah, um, that's my, that's everyone my was. Yeah, that is your. Everyone was looking yeah. for a replacement. I think we were juggling three names. Obviously, yeah. Vardy being one of those. We all went Vardy. Yeah, obviously, obviously. And who did who did you go with? Berahino. Berahino. <laughs> Berahino. <sighs> wow. <sighs> Do, 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 do. Side of Berahino. Yeah, yeah. That's, do, do, 
That is my did, that is my biggest did, mistake of the did, year. Did you have that written down? Yes, I had. That, I've got that written down in front of me. Yeah. Have you got any to add to that, Iceman? Oh yeah, I've got. I did have a, a massive list because uh, the first half of the season, I had so many. I started writing them down, thinking I'll benefit from these next years. So I look back on the season, and I'm looking back on them now, and I just think, no, it's just being stupid. I'm not gonna not gonna learn from them. That's just me being silly. So learn not to include Berahino in your starting no eleven ever. Also, no Sido. Yeah, okay. I, I did stick with Hazard as well. That really killed me. See, I think that will be a good thing next season, though. So mm. remember to do that next season. Learning, reflection. Um, well, we were going to talk about what our best game week was. So I'm going to come to the man that won, Parker. Who? Uh, when was your best game week? My best game week was game week 34, which is it's going to be pretty obvious, probably. Um, it was the big double game week, and I got 177 points that game week. So wow. it was massive, massive. It was the same as Brookie, actually. I was a bit concerned because I think uh, the Tottenham players scored quite well that week, like Ali, Alderweire, and Kane. But, yeah. Um, yeah, the players that week for me, yeah. I had Lascelles, who got me 16 points. A Captain Sanchez, who got me 50. I had Townsend. And thanks to Jim, who didn't put him in, he got 16. Aguero got 20. Um, Sacco got me 15. Even he wasn't taking drugs, and I don't think. Um, and I also put play my bench boost, yeah. so I got eight for Koscielny, eight for Czech. So yeah, that was a, a particular highlight for me. Yes, the uh, the stroke of genius with the Newcastle picks of uh, that will stay in memory for a while, I think. What about you, Beard? Uh, like Lloyd said, that was game week 34. I scored 160, but I was looking at another game week. I scored over 100 as well. Not too short game week it was. I think it was the game week um, Aguero scored his five goals against Newcastle. Game week eight, game mate. Eight, yeah, yeah so I'm, go- I'm going back to that. I think I have... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, bless you. the mute button in time. <laughs> Are you yeah, allowed to bullshit? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I scored 103 that game week. I had Sanchez, scored me 16. Pyatt, at. Uh, 10, Vardy 9, and I think also I had Manny come off my bench because that was a game week Morris didn't feature, so I got 11 points from him, I think it, that was there when they played at Stamford Bridge, I think they won 3-1, so they were nice bench points gains there, so yeah, I probably enjoyed that game week. Very nice, what about you Woodsy? Uh, exactly the same as Brookie, game week 34, double game week um, was 110 um, it was twice during the season I scored over 100 points, but that was the higher one uh, and like Brookie Sanchez scoring three uh, and Aguero scoring 26 points very decent so similar scores there Iceman yeah same thing I don't want to make it too boring but I captained Sanchez that game week 34 scored me 50 had Aguero uh, all double game week players uh, and had a bed bench boost which was all double game week players and yeah I had Sturridge as well he did me 17 points but it's it's not really a surprise that a double game week. Uh, there were so many teams playing twice that week that uh, you were going to have a massive score no matter what. I think absolutely. And I just I would echo that as well. That that was the week. Even in that double game week, I took a minus a huge minus hit, but I still ended up with a huge score. So it did actually pay off, even though I did get uh, done over by Jurgen Klopp, much like Brookie has talked a lot about on the podcast. Interesting then. So lots of uh, lots of high scores there. Question is, how many transfers did it take to to be successful? And to go around all of you, just to see how many that you ended up with. I made fifty eight transfers, which is probably a fairly moderate amount for me, as I like to chase the money. Um, what about you, Beard? How many? How many did you make all season? 
Yeah, four less than you, Matt. I went. I got fifty-four. Fifty-four. Um, yeah, I will say, I did make a few after I realised my season was dead. I was just putting people in I wanted in, you know, not thinking. But yeah. Okay, and uh, what about you, Parker? How many did you end up with? Uh, forty-two, a measly forty-two. Um, you were very much Ranieri. I was. The other thing I I just had a look at, I only took hits in five of the 38 game weeks. So mm. I think the one thing that I tried to do this year was at all costs not take any hits. So I think I took two eight-point hits and three four-point hits, and that was it for the season. Interesting. So perhaps something to learn from. Maybe making too many transfers isn't the right option. It's a fine balance, isn't it? Because if you've got players that aren't performing, you need to bring certain players in. You've got to take the hits occasionally. But I think it's thinking about when actually is sensible to do it and when's not. I think that's Absolutely. one, maybe, if I was going to give advice to Woodsy, was to really don't be reactive and emotional. When you've had a bad game, we can take a minus 12. <laughs> it's a try so- I'm an emotional woman, mate. What can you I really say? So how many did you end up with, Woodsy? How many transfers? Well, surprisingly, I was expecting this to be a lot higher, actually, but it was 67. Ah. So I was expecting triple figures, to be fair. There must have been um, some weeks when you forgot to do it full stop. Yeah, I think there probably were. Uh, I think it was the weeks where I'd be taking minus 12s, which happened quite regularly, I think, that um, probably did my legs in. Legs have gone on him. Yes. What about the Iceman? Yeah, I did 60 transfers this year and I took hits all over the place and I think I've learned from that. I've not had a, a great overall finish, um, but my team was in pieces so I did feel like I needed to take those hits at the time. So if I didn't, I don't think I would be as high as I would uh, as I am now. Yeah. So what have we learned from this? Is it, is it the case that you know chasing the money is, is better? Is it is less transfers the way to go? Where will you guys be, be going next season, do you think? Less. Less is more. A lot less. Yeah. That's what we've learned. That's the take-home point for the season. Iceman, what are we going to say then? Um, I don't think hits need to be taken on defenders because you need to guarantee for that clean sheet and that's never a guarantee apart from if it's Man United and double game week. Absolutely. So the likes of Smalling maybe. Yeah. There were some FPL managers though, that took massive hits and scored well over 100 points, didn't they? I suppose it's just it's just luck, isn't it? Mm. Really is down to luck. I mean, you can make educated guesses on how well they're going to perform, but at the end of the day... Saying that, the last game week, I was waiting for Mane to come in the starting lineups, and I thought, I'll give it one go just to see if the starting lineups come up, and then I'll make the transfer. And then I saw Mane was in the starting lineup, and then I tried to transfer him in for a hit turns out it didn't actually work and then he scored 13 so i would have benefited from that on that hit it does depend really on uh, i can i'm having an overwhelming sensation of a sneeze coming on again oh lovely (laughs) i was i was talking to to beard about this at the time you need to back me up on this bit what's that what's that mate the next thing you say john could define the Iceman's career i think beer's gonna sneeze <laughs> when I, when I was trying to transfer in Mane, and then I I went to do it last minute. Oh no, yeah, it is true. Yeah. It is true. He did ha- ha- hold out as long as he possible, but it's an unlucky. Um, I was just going to add though to um, transfers. I think like the first third of the season, like I'm almost making forced transfers, not transfers I necessarily want to make, but it's very you know thinking about the money, the what's in the bank, and that high ownership. Um, it's only come into the halfway through the season I'll start doing moves I want to make uh, when I've got the money in the bank 
So some interesting reflections there from the panel about uh, transfers, certainly to consider for the next year. Let, let's uh, lighten this up a little bit now. So what I want to know from you guys is what was your favourite podcast moment from this season? Um, let's go to Lloydie first. Favourite moment? I have to apologise. It was completely accidental, but when I, when I was relieving myself during John's... <laughs> that is the greatest moment. Um, John's panel's pick, I think it was, or something. I tried to do a stealth pee and do it on the side of the bowl so you couldn't hear it, but it turns out you could. <laughs> um, so I apologise, but the, the timing of that was pretty funny. So, uh, yeah, probably that. Loud and clear. And, uh, and Brookie, what, what about you? What's your favourite moment? I'm hoping it's going to be um, in uh, tonight's quiz, actually. It's going to be my best moment. <laughs> <laughs> victory tonight will certainly uh, make it a good season. Certainly make up for Parker's victory in the league. It will um, indeed. Woodsy, favourite moment? Uh, probably this episode, mate, because it's the last <laughs> bloody one. God. You're doing the Euros, mate. Oh, God! Back for the Euros, Woodsy, get researching. <laughs> oh, right, OK. No, uh, definitely the PP time. PP time. I think mine um, would definitely be when we all went to Jamie Vardy's and sang to Jury in the second podcast after he didn't pick any of them and still stubbornly chose not to. That was good fun. Also, you being sick in the bowl at Christmas after the Christmas special. Oh, that was brilliant. Yeah, that oh, was really God. funny. Yeah. Seems like a lifetime again. Yeah, just to How remind we've the matured listeners. since then. Yeah. Just to Such remind quality. the listeners, instead of drinking games, we did it with mince pies and Woodsy mm. lost out on that big time. That's a little bit of a stretch. Can we, can we just confirm what Brookie was eating during that? Oh, God. French fancies. Fancies. Yeah. <laughs> Why is yeah. that? I'm just not a fan of mince pies, mate. Oh, I'm not a fan. <laughs> oh, can I? Little not a fan of mince pies. <laughs> no. Not that much of a fan. Of... <laughs> Apparently, if you still say butter basted to Woodsy, it makes him gag. <laughs> and what about you, Ice Man? You've uh, you, you you have fathered this podcast. What was your have you had any favourite moments or has it all just been a nightmare for you? It's, it's all been an utter nightmare of editing, but the funniest moment's got to be the pissing one. That just, I was laughing at that for ages whilst editing. I couldn't actually um, put it together. It took me the whole day to put that one together because it was just too funny. Excellent. Uh, top surgeon. So let's, let's have a vote on this. Who has contributed the most to this podcast? So we know that Lloydie is the champion in terms of points, but who's the most useful to our listeners who we're very grateful to Woodsy first of all coming to you who would you say has contributed the most to discussion uh, it'd have to be Beard for me Beard for you okay and Parker mm. yes I think it's, it has to be Beard for me as well because you three are bloody useless well I'm going to disagree with you there slightly but I'm actually <laughs> going to go for the ice map because I think uh, statistically most weeks when he's called it, it has been right. I think back to Arnautovic, I think about Giroud last week, I think about Townsend. Actually, the facts don't lie, and he's got it right more often than not. Unfortunately, he just won't back himself. So my pick is the Iceman. Oh, thanks. Thanks, Billy. I'll back you up on that, ball. Actually, yeah. I'm going to change. My pick's me. <laughs> but aren't we next season, are we keeping a tally of our differentials and panel picks points-wise? Yeah, we're going Go on, Pete. I was just going to say, I think absolutely. Let, let, let's demonstrate the returns from what's being called from the Iceman's deep research. Mm. Iceman, who, who are you shouting? 
I'm actually going to uh, reluctantly shout Lloyd because as soon as he's come on the pod, I've actually been doing better. And I don't know whether that's a benefit from listening to him or actually me doing things right. But I thought Lloyd has had some pretty good insights and might not be a coincidence, that's a coincidence that we've actually got more listeners since he's been on. So that gives us, uh, and Beard just called you, so that gives us a split between the Iceman and the Beard for the final tally. Um, with that in mind, should we go to a Twitter vote? <laughs> Why not? Let's split the decision. Who has been the most helpful? And we're interested to know this from your listeners as well. When you listen to us on a weekly basis, which I know you do, who do you take the most advice from? Tell us on Twitter. The Iceman will put a poll up on that. I'm, am I not including this then? Just between the Iceman and Beard? Well, you only got one vote. Come on, mate. You've won about six leagues. Is that not enough? <laughs> well, I can't believe I've won six leagues and still not in this vote. Well, Sorry. say something useful then. Ooh. <laughs> the Lemons had to return for the final episode, didn't they? Come on. Ridiculous. Okay, uh, bottom dweller award. <laughs> Woodsy. <laughs> yeah. Woodsy, are you happy to claim this uh, award for your, your last place in the league? <laughs> if top surgeon was wasn't dictated by league position i don't think bottom dweller should be either no very true mate yeah so uh beard gets my vote again <laughs> <laughs> yeah and mine actually having the least amount of bottle oh yeah oh, yes first loser well i'll, I'll speak up um mine will, <laughs> mine will be ice man just for his stubbornness of not bringing in vardy or maris i think actually, you know that's, that's very, yeah, very costly. Yeah, very t- costly. I'll, I'll take that. That's the lesson learned for next season, mate. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, I should have listened to you when you told me to bring him in. Uh, no. Don't ask any more advice from me on WhatsApp, mate. You're clear, you've made your decision. Lloyd's <laughs> your, I suddenly realised these, I realized these, these uh, sections were actually a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> really, has, really has created quite the divide between the surgeons. I, I was trying to do it so that uh, Beard wasn't actually going to win that prize and I would still be in the vote. So that's why I chose Lloydie. Love you too, oh, <laughs> I'm not going to ask questions on WhatsApp either then. <laughs> I think I might move us on from this award. It's getting a little bit bitter in here. So, some nice reflections from the panel from the season. Before we get on to El Quizico to see who's going to end up with oh. Catamol between the beard and Parker. Parker's success could go to bed and sleep very, very quickly with the inclusion of young Lee in his side. Iceman, do you want to talk about Twitter? Uh, yeah, we've, we had a few messages, just what we should discuss for this podcast itself. One from Kuda Godfrey. He's asking, how many weeks should you wait before joining a player bandwagon? I stupidly didn't join the Vardy slash Mares party early enough. So do you reckon you should just jump on those bandwagons at the start of the season? Lloyd, what do you reckon? Did you join those bandwagons? I did. I think what you've got to do is two things. One, look at the next fixtures coming up. So if they're going to play like Chelsea away and Arsenal away, then probably don't jump in the bandwagon. Uh, and the other thing is, yeah, I think you've got to see, are they in a big team? Are they not in a big team? And if they scored for two games in a row, then it's a bit of a gamble, isn't it? But I think you've got to go for it. Yeah. What about you, Billy? Yeah, I can go with Parker around looking at the, the fixtures ahead. I think it it's difficult, isn't it? Because it's very hard to predict. It's like Igalo, Vardy, Mares this season, you know, like yourself. It's very, very difficult to see those players carrying on scoring if they're not in a top side. So it depends. If you're after the value, it's hard to jump on after a couple of weeks. But 
I would say if you've got a player high scoring, it's if this season is any evidence, it's worth jumping on straight away. Yeah, yeah. Woodsy, you reckon? Concur? Bandwagons for me, not straight away. I reckon sort of second fixture, just to make sure it's not a fluky couple of couple of fixtures. Perhaps maybe second or third fixture, and then bring the player in. Yeah, and be. But then I'm right down the bottom of the league, mate. So don't listen to me. <laughs> Clearly, didn't jump on those bandwagons early enough. Yeah, well, same as me, mate. What about you, Beard? Yeah, I, I think very team value early game weeks. Um, but for example, obviously Vardy and Mares were very successful. But you look at, I think it was Liverpool's left back Gomez. Was it? He was quite a popular yeah, bandwagon, Joel. and yeah. it look what way that went. So it is a tough one. But like I say, team value is quite important to me quite early on. So yeah, I would jump on them. Okay. I think as quick as you're willing to jump on them, you've got to be willing to jump off them as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, kind of players will go hot and cold pretty quickly. So yeah, don't don't be stubborn. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's what I do. Um, Minto twenty one. He's asking: Did partaking in the podcast and making your opinion public influence you to be more conservative or risky? What do you reckon, Woodsy? Did it change being on the podcast? Um, probably the only change was that pressured transfer of bringing. Soko, the rest of the decision making was just just me, mate. All me, nothing podcast related. <laughs> I would like to change my my moment of the season. I think my favourite moment was when Woodsy brought in Sissoko and he, he was played at left back. <laughs> <laughs> that was very strong. <laughs> what about you, then, Billy? Um, I would say the emotions I now feel for being part of the podcast are embarrassment, shame guilt uh, influencing people with bad decisions um no i wouldn't say i'd still i've still made transfers as i would do usually just now i'm more accountable to them and uh, i have it public publicly ripped out of me when i finish bottom so yeah and and parker I, this is your highest finished ever is this yeah due to the podcast or are you saying the podcast is a hindrance um I thought originally it was going to be a hindrance because Brookie kept catching me. But actually, yeah, I think it probably helped. It helped me focus my mind a little more and made me really think actually who who was going to be the better option. So, yeah, I think it probably actually helped. And I think it probably did make me slightly more cautious in my transfers as the kind of the, the, the Twitter ask, Twitter question was. So I think, yeah, he's right. It did make me slightly more cautious, but that might have helped a bit actually. Yeah. I, th- I think in all seriousness, it's, it's helped, I think, probably, isn't it? Because... Although in previous seasons we do sufficient research to get by and obviously decision-making, I think when you're producing something, you want to have stats, content that's decent for other people. So you do a little bit more research, although that's complete and utter arse for me because I did no research. But certainly <laughs> listening to you guys has helped me definitely. Um, and I'm sure Mito, because he's uh, one of our friends from Fantasy Football 247, isn't he? So yeah. I think Mito probably probably gets the same in terms of when he's putting content on his website. The research that he puts into it is obviously going to be a massive help in his uh, FPL decisions. Yeah. Brookie, did it help you? Uh, like what Lloyd said, really. It, it was nice to get an insight from, from all your, your guys' opinions. But I was kind of reluctant to give mine. <laughs> um, yeah, it was all... You know, give, 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 no take. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the week the weekly revelation. Oh, Brookie's got him and his team. Is he? Oh, I didn't talk about that. <laughs> oh yeah, I do think it's helped. Yeah, so, by the way, I've got a message from 2013 from John Brook on my Facebook 
saying you're getting sacked in the morning. And I believe that was because that year I was leading for most of the year like this year and he caught and overtook me into fantasy football. Uh, I've just got a memory on Facebook from that. It's quite funny. <laughs> nice. was, that, was that the season I won? That was the season you won that I was leading for the whole season until like two games before the end and you overtook me. I did have to deja vu for this season. I'm not going to lie for you. Lie to you. <laughs> It's just to say there's a lot of consistency in the beard and ears. Yeah, always at the top. We are. Every time we see each other, which isn't very often, that's all we speak about. Okay, next question. We had FPL Padful is always asking us questions and he should be contributing to our website next year. He's asking, players you have picked for Game Week 1 that have brought disgrace to you and your family. So are there any players which you brought in in Game Week 1 which you truly regret? Is that subbed in or you started within Game Week 1? Started. All right, bear give, you time, give you time to go back and have a look at your team. Oh, yeah. Oh. I had Robert Hoof. Oh, did you? And, you got and I, took him. A, I had Robert Hoof. I mean, I think my most embarrassing one probably has to be Eunice Kabul. Wow, what was I thinking? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Lloydy. <laughs> Yeah, I've got no backup for that. Yunus Kabul or the other one, but he was cheap, was Nathan Baker for Villa. Oh. So those two were probably not my best What about thoughts. you? What about you, Brookie? Mine's still loading, mate. So right. uh, I've got it up. Uh, let's have a look. Is that mine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I started with Hoof as well. Uh, let me have a look. I captained Walcott. Uh, I had Memphis Depay. I had Ben Teke. Cool, there's a lot in there. Yeah, wow. I had, them, I had Bassong. Oh, God. I started with Butland, actually. Butland and Chet. Is it? That's not my team, is it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is my team. <laughs> so, I started with Mesut Ozil, actually. That's yeah. quite happy with that. But, yeah. By the way, I got 19 points in my first game week. <laughs> <laughs> I had uh, Courtois sent off, minus two. Eunice Kabul conceded four goals, minus one. Uh, Chamberlain sent off flipping a kind of bad start to the season <laughs> wow <laughs> 19 points and look at you now Lloyd yeah well that's what I mean my, I obviously had a really poor team and I played my wild card in game week 3 so you can turn it around yeah what about you Woodsy any disgraces from your first team oh the entire squad mate the only person I wish I'd kept in is Morgan I started with Morgan oh, right. let's see your start Evan Woodsy, I want to hear this. And Schmeichel. So I had Schmeichel in the sticks. Yeah. Uh, Quilletta, Mertesacker, Yoshida, and Morgan at the back. <laughs> uh, I had Hazard, Ramsey, Sterling, and Milner in the midfield. And Rooney and Wickham, Connor Wickham up front. To <laughs> be fair, mate, that's not a bad team. I'd say Wickham wasn't a great show. But... Well, he he just moved, hadn't he, to Crystal Palace. So I thought he was yeah. going to be... And he'd, and he'd ended Kept last season up as well, well hadn't didn't he? he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, you know, he's going to come into Palace, go from the off. Huh. Uh, and obviously the, the new transition transfer from uh, Liverpool to Man City, I thought Sterling would have something to prove, come in all guns blazing again. Huh. So looks good on paper, mate, but this season didn't pan out the way I think any of us thought it would do, to be fair, did it? Mm-hmm. No. No, I don't think it did. Billy, what, what was your input on... First game oh, a, few, a few similar players to Woodsy. I started with Mignolet in goal. My other keeper was Tim Krull. 
At the back, I had Koscielny as Biliqueta, uh, my favourite captain, Captain Morgan. I also had Stephen Taylor on the bench. Midfield, Fabregas, Ozil, Walcott, Henderson and Zaha. And up front, I had uh, Wayne, Kane and Brookie's favourite, Mitrovic. <laughs> Oh, I don't really that, remember you signed with him, actually. That, that was actually the time when he kept getting booked. I remember there was a Newcastle <laughs> tweet that went out that said, it's Mitrovic's birthday, he's had a lot of cards. Oh, nice. <laughs> Very strong. Well, I actually had Gomez, um, Joe Gomez, for Liverpool yeah. the first week. He, he scored me 11. Uh, but and yeah, obviously, never heard from him again. Yeah, and I also captained Hazard. Uh, but I did have Callum Wilson, who got me a hat-trick the next game week, which was nice. But yeah, it's uh, Hazard, which is my biggest regret in trusting in. And all the rest of my team was pretty average, anyway. The question for me next year is, Hazard will probably drop quite a bit price-wise. See, I don't think he will. Why? It well, depends I, if he one, has a good Euros. Yeah, yeah, and one bad season I don't think will justify a massive drop. I mean, what was he at the start of this season? 10 point something or 11? I think yeah, you're right, Stu. I think it'll be frustrating. Yeah, I think he won't He won't drop below 10. I he, think 10.5. He, he, so he was on 11.5. I think 10.5 at the very least. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Would you be tempted with him at that point, that price, or do you need to be lower? Oh no, mate! He's coming in straight away in my starting eleven. Uh, unless, as long as he's not in- injured, he'll be in my starting eleven. Okay. So everyone is listening. Keep away from Hazard. <laughs> <laughs> How we? That that roll, that kind of rolls on to who who are you definitely starting uh, next year at the moment? Mm, God, it's a million dollar question, which I actually seem to get wrong every year. So don't listen to me. Uh, Aguero yes there, doesn't he? Uh, unless he's injured safe, and if he's option. injured then it'll be Iniacho if he stays at City I think Iniacho is definitely going to be within my squad as a, a cheap as my cheap striking option yeah, I think for me it's really hard to say that sorry I know you're into Brookie Brookie yeah it's, it's far too early I, I can't even think mate I'm just quite looking forward to the Euros because there's obviously you always get a hand for the players, don't you, that perform well and attract Premier League clubs. So, And obviously pre-season as well on top of that. And I'll, I'll wait for the fixtures to be announced. You know, yeah. So there's always that one fixture that stands out, isn't there, that yeah. you get drawn to. Sorry, go on. No, 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 I'm I, was, done. I was going to move it on. <laughs> I thought you were done. That's uh, all right, done. The other thing is... like. I think this year is going to be massive for transfers. Like City are going to need to rebuild. There's a new manager in at Chelsea. There could be a new manager at United. Klopp's going to bring his own players in. So you're looking at four big teams there that I think will spend a fair amount of money. Arsenal won't spend anything, so you know what you're going to get from them. Uh, and Tottenham really? might buy one big players. So, yeah, I think for me, there's a couple of players that you think should be in there, but you just don't know who's going to come in. There could be some Latin. quite... Ypres, get him in. I'll tell you what, if Ypres is in the Premiership next year, he's going straight in my team. (laughs) And the only other player I'd add to that is probably Mares and Vardy. I still don't believe that they will be particularly expensive, so I will opt for them straight away, because I still think the Leicester bandwagon is going to roll on a bit longer. Let's put on a quick prediction. What do you reckon about uh, Mares? How much do you think he's going to cost? What did he start the season? Was it 6 or 6.5? I think it was 6. I don't think he'll be in a Leicester shirt. Yeah, it does make a difference actually if he does stay in the Premier League. Uh, he'll be, I reckon, he'll be a, and I'm doing quotation marks with my fingers here, big club potentially, and be a bench dweller potentially. He started at five point five. 
Jeez. Wow. Finished at 7.2. I think he'll be 9. Yeah. Nah. Round, round 8.5, I reckon. But if he performs like season, I think he's worth every penny. Yeah. Yeah. Depends which club he goes to. If he stays at Leicester, he will be. But I think if he goes to a bigger club, he might be swallowed up. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. How much is uh, Lacazette going to be? <laughs> what, the person you would... In a, in a cla- a claret and blue shirt. I see you tried to sign Wilson and Richie before they even finished the season. Very classy of you, I Yeah, he did. We did. We did. And if they refuse, we'll smash at their team bus. So, and what? <laughs> 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 all right, move, moving on. Uh, that is the end of Twitter. And we just want to thank all of our listeners for interacting with us over Twitter, over Facebook, over email. Actually, we get no emails. So, over Twitter <laughs> and Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> So th- thanks for all your inter- interaction. We do appreciate it. It does keep us going and it gives us motivation. Thanks, Ice Man. Well, I'm going to pass the hot potato back to you to lead us into the grandstand finale to the podcast season. This is it. Is versus Beard. It has come down to the final day. Who is going to have Lee Catamol in this side? I can't wait for this. Ice Man, take your quiz away. Yep, I will. It's uh, Parker won last week, meaning it goes down to this final week. And we are agreed that Catamol was the punishment. Is that correct? Beard and Catamol's in the Parker? league. Amen, brother. Yeah, we agreed on that. So, um, yeah, agreed. It'll be if Parker wins this quiz, it will go to a sudden death at the Whoa. end. <laughs> if I look forward to this promise, I'd yeah. <laughs> to get even a flipping sniff of getting knocked Catamol. <laughs> And if Beard wins, obviously, then Parker will get Catamol. Okay, question one. In 2008, in Cologne, Germany, Kevin Shelley set the record for the most toilet seats broken by one's head in one minute. What is this? Parker, can you tell me how many toilet seats did Kevin break in that set minute? (laughs) What? What? Yeah, get the calculator out, lads. <laughs> I, I think I think Iceman's being humorous. I don't think that's a genuine question. No, is no, it? That's, a, that's a genuine question. That is the, oh. that is the question, Parker. What? So what? how many toilets the guy break with his head in one minute? Yeah, <laughs> amazing. Um, flipping heck. <laughs> what were the toilets he's made out of? <laughs> Can't believe that's the only thing you're concerned about. <laughs> I'd go. I'd go fifty plus. Yeah, I'm thinking. Could you do one a one a, one a second? Bang, bang, bang. Yeah, easily. Yeah, you'd be out cold, surely. I <laughs> know. Well, who would have thought? Um, oh. I'd go with fifty. This is hard. Let's <laughs> get a time limit going here. Seventy. How many? Seventy. Oh, you bastards! And beard higher or lower? God. <laughs> This is an easy decision. Oh, 70. God. 70. So what's that? That's 0.8. Oh, less. And the answer is 46. Oh. So beer gets the point there. Devastated. <laughs> Question two. According to Opta, Beard, how many chances has Ozil created this season? How has he created? Yeah. God. And he has got the record for all domestic leagues for chances created. I shall say 200. And Parker, how are you? In 38 games is five a game. Higher. And the answer is four, uh, 144. 
So Beard gets the point there. You really did give me some excitement there. (laughs) 400. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I conceded that. (laughs) Okay, Parker, how many tricks has Mara's done this season? God, I hate this question. (laughs) Just say all the tricks. You're you're now losing 2 0 at the moment, Parker. Yeah, just rub it in the. I'll just let you know. Um, how many tricks has he done? God, what's a trick again? <laughs> mm, 190. And bid high or lower? Well, I remember a trick question earlier, earlier on, and I said quite high, and it was quite low, and I argued with you. Um, what did he say, 190? Yeah. Higher. And the answer is 18. No, 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 that's void. I'm not having that. But... Mate, let's answer toilet seat questions. You can sort of... 18 tricks. In per... No. Back in no. the 15th podcast, he was on 13 when I last that's asked That's what I was question. on about. I... Yeah, what, so he's only done five since then? Apparently according, so, mate. According to Opta. I, I, I even yeah. said it was ridiculous, didn't I? To be fair, mate, oh, I agree. I didn't argue with you. <laughs> right. <laughs> Christian... Want, mate? We, can, we can make a revolt and make James get cut him Oh, Yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> question, question four. The uprising. Question four. Parker... Oh, no, sorry. It's Beard. It's Beard, yeah. Okay. Uh, Beard, how many tackles has Kante mm. won this season? All of them. Now, that is all of them. All of them. <laughs> so, it's tackles one, and you're leading to one. No pressure. You have to do some editing there, James. I know. To be fair, there's a lot riding on it, so... Yeah, t- take time. Tackles one. <sighs> I don't even know where to start with this. 350. And Parker, higher or lower? So you're saying he has made less than 10 tackles a game? Nah, it's got to be more. The answer is 126. Successful <laughs> tackles. So They're all successful. So he's only made 3.3 <laughs> successful tackles a game. Lies. <laughs> you guys need to take this out of Opta <laughs> I will be don't you worry about that <laughs> question 5 Parker how many bad touches has Mane done this season uh, all of the bad touches to be fair um, I remember this because we established that he had an awful touch after hearing the answer to this didn't we back mm. in uh, podcast 20 bad touches mm, 250 and Beard higher or lower well I don't he didn't feature in all game weeks, did he? So I'll say... What did he say? 250. I'll say lower. And the answer is 97. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> it was It was 92 back in uh, the 20th episode. What, what does that put us on score-wise? Score is currently Beard on 4 and Parker on 1. Wait a minute. So he was on 92 in the 20th episode. And now what is he on? 97. So five bad pup touches? According to Opta. Yeah, but every every good touch he has, Lloyd, cancels one out. <laughs> what? You did not say that. Okay. Okay. And that changes everything. <laughs> okay, Bid. How many times has Lukaku hit the woodwork this season? Oh, God. Oh, cool, that's tricky. Uh, Ten. Oh, Parker, that's exactly my head. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, 
an answer for myself, and then whatever he says, I'm going to try and hit that answer. You hit exactly my heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, chances. Ten seems a lot, but Lukaku does hit the post across quite a bit. Loves his beans. Higher. The answer's six. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Oh, oh wow. Now. James. 5-1. We're on 5-1, and we've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 questions don't add, left. Don't add. Oh, my God. I'm not adding anything. We've got five questions. I know you are. Five questions left. There's 11 questions. It always has been. So, 5-1 up. So, Lloyd Lee needs most of these. Question... There will be one bug. Question 7. Parker, how many take-ons has Zaha done this season? Whatever, I don't even care anymore. Oh! <laughs> oh. There are those lemons. Hello, Keith. Are you going to actually answer the question, though? <laughs> Thinking. 150. And Beard? Higher or lower? Higher. And the answer is 274. I was going to go higher as well. Fucking <laughs> That's it. <laughs> You're you're now leading six one beard, and we've got one two. So we've only got four questions left. So uh, yeah, beard, you win the quiz. And yes. Lloyd Amazing. is oh, given catamaran. Oh, I'm so happy. Start of this year. Oh, such a relief. That's a shame. I, I was really looking forward. Feeling. I was really looking forward to the sudden death quiz questions. Shame yes. Lloyd is too crap to put up. Can't the you fight. put something at stake for Ball and Stuart? <laughs> They can finish the quiz off. I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> I had a sleep through that, to be fair. So I'm refreshed. <laughs> I, could go, I could do my own quiz. Very, very strong. So we can see the conclusion to the Iceman's bitter, frosty quiz has resulted in our podcast champion getting his comeuppance with a little dose of Lee in midfield next season. I can't wait to see how that goes. And that brings us to the end of our 25th and Premiership ending podcast. All that's left to do now is to tell you how to get in contact with us. As per usual, visit our website, fantasyfootballsurgery.com. Loads of content coming on that very, very shortly. You can get us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash fantasyfootballsurgery. Follow us on Twitter. Give us your feedback at ff underscore surgery listen to us on soundcloud itunes you can look for us on patreon and uh, you know just just donate stuff <laughs> the, I, I don't actually have to read out the podcast mini league uh, number this week because it's actually finished there's nothing to join i'm sorry about that but the ice man <laughs> earlier in the pod go back has given you a code for the euro mini league yeah, please just, join that i'll give that out again that's yeah, uh, the euro mini league so if you want to join is one seven two three seven tango uniform kilo and all that's left to do is to say goodbye to the surgeons so to mr beard yeah bye guys thank you cheers senor lemons bye guys look forward to seeing you and lee catamol in this, in this new season <laughs> you and lee are going to be getting very chummy real soon woodsy next season is my season see you there ice man yeah see you guys thanks for listening i hope you listen next year and from me, Bully, it's been an absolute pleasure. Looking forward to the Euro podcast and the next Fantasy Football Premier League season.
I actually went on for an hour and 15 minutes. (laughs) 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 Oh, lads, what a season it's been, eh? So relieved. (laughs) Yeah, but you're (laughs) right. Lloyd, how is that actually settling in the fact you've you've got to have catamole? I don't have to do anything. Oh, hello. Morning. To be fair, it's only for the first month, isn't it? So whenever yeah. the first game was played, it's 30 days after that. Yeah, it's true. We, we did sort of... specify specifics. Ooh. He worked out already. <laughs> I'm going to work it out now. Loopholes. What, what kind of damage that's going to do to me? What are the uh, loopholes? I've got so many loopholes, mate. Right, I think he will basically have to play in four game weeks. So it's not the end of the world. No, it's true. And it'll be low price, so it'll be enabler, Lloyd. It'll be an enabler. Starting 11? Yeah. Oh, God. That was agreed. I don't remember. That's four is in the squad. No, starting 11. Yeah, he's got to start. (laughs) Captain as well. Brookie's like, yes, this is my year. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. No, Lloyd, you're walking Bobby's score. Oh, yeah, yeah. be like... Yeah. Was in, in the form of his life as he breaks into the England team. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing would wait, make me more happy than that. Well, Woodsy's got a heated in goal, hasn't he? No, Woodsy's yeah, got... Make... He's going to... Um... Hardly a punishment. I was yeah. going to say, that. that's deep. I might even pick him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I actually know, I can't pick him to him. Give, that, give that punishment credibility. He has to start him, though, and if they get, I don't know, Man City away first True. game... yeah. Isn't there going to be a poll to decide which there, one? I there, have? Will, there will be a poll as soon as the playoffs done. We'll put a poll out, and you will be punished. It'll, it'll be decided on Twitter. So if you want to create about hundred for the fixtures, though, James. Uh, yeah, true. No, I don't think we should. I think we should just do the poll and then get do it on the poll. Yeah, random. Yeah, it'll be random. What? What? We'll just What's going as, on? as soon as the playoff final's done, we'll just put put a poll up. We'll put it up for a week. And then we'll see see what you get at the end of it. Just leave it Are you going to do the team or individual players? Because obviously transfer markets and things, it might all change. Uh, individual. I think the individual Actually, players... Actually, they're not going to change, are they? Yeah. They should stay stay with their keepers, their main keepers. Yeah. yeah. Even if he's injured, he has to go in. Yeah, but then yeah, he just gets subbed out. out. For... <laughs> yeah. that's, that's what Lloyd's probably oh. hoping with Catamore. He might not even play. Sunderland... <laughs> Big Sam might make a few transfers and then uh, not actually play Catmull, So Look, it's just a bit of fun, isn't it? Yeah, so <laughs> it's, just, uh, it's just chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't need a player to handicap me. I'm just shit. <laughs> you won last year, and I came second the year before. So I really am a dead dog. I'm hoping That's to a- do a Parker and have a crap because your season was a bit rubbish last year, wasn't it, Parker? I'm hoping to do what you've done. I, I'm hoping to be the Chelsea of this season. From somebody to nobody and back. <laughs> Cooey. 
So, just in terms of where we're going with this now, does that mean the 